Good morning and welcome. Happy Hump Day, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. A gorgeous, gorgeous day here in the Valley of the Sun. Old St. Nick, he's making that list, checking it twice. Less than a week away. I hope you're all ready. You know what? I I think it's different as is when your kids get older, and and I like it. I think, now I'm not going to ask, but I feel like my wife is much less stressed this year, right? The need to battle the traffic and all that and get out there uh, isn't necessary. Of course, I guess there's Amazon and all that. As, as most of you know, as your your kids get older, they ask for less stuff. But everything they ask for costs a fortune. Have you have you noticed? I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, so now the my younger son he turned sixteen um, what eleven days ago, and he's already asking for stuff for the car that uh, him and when his brother's in town, the car that him and his brother share. Speaking of his brother. Uh, my oldest son's coming in today. My mom's coming in today, which always makes me happy. I love it when my mom comes. We uh, we cherish her. We we try to get her to come to Arizona. Some people just you know they're wired differently. I mean, I grew up in Syracuse, New York. For those of you that didn't know, that's my hometown, and it's miserable there. It, it, it's uh, I think them in Seattle always go back and forth about who gets the least amount of sunshine. You know, uh, I, I like to say that the uh, the color of Syracuse is gray because that's all. It always seems to be overcast or cloudy. It snows a ton, um, and and but you know she likes it. It's one of those dying cities, right, that, that hasn't quite figured out a way to reinvent, her, re, reinvent themselves, but, uh, you know, my mom's getting older, but you know what? She's an independent woman. God bless her heart, and she'll be uh, she'll be flying into town today as well. So I'm going to be in a good mood because I already told her, I'm putting her right to work. She's getting, get you know, as soon as today the bags hit the front door, yeah, get the apron on and get in the kitchen and start making me all of those favorite things I loved to eat when I was growing up. Uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. So uh, for me, anyway, the holiday starts today, and uh, I'll keep you posted. I don't know what we're going to do. I know that uh, my uncle's also coming into town, my aunt and uncle and their kids. So we're, we got a lot going on at our place. Uh, speaking of a lot going on, a lot going on in the radio station in Colorado uh, today, you're going to start to notice a few more changes. So uh, we know we got issues there. We're working on them. We, we, uh, we'll we get there. But today, you'll start hopefully noticing a few more changes. And, and as we go through this process more and more, then let us know. We already heard from a bunch of people that already, uh, and I know that we were able to get the transmitter. We, we were able to get a, a, a few more watts out of it. Uh, we're still waiting on some stuff to get back before we get back to full power, but you should hopefully, uh, for especially those that that were on kind of the outskirts of, of our, our range, uh, the show coming in better, and hopefully all of you notice a better quality uh, program, no matter where you are with my show as we're doing it, uh, 
streaming now in Colorado. Phoenix, right around the first of the year, we're hoping that, that you'll have you'll notice the change as well. Uh, getting into what we do best, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, talking about gold, talking about silver, and today a big day, the, the central bank, right, they're having their big meeting, and, and they're going to, you know, they're supposed to raise rates, everybody and their mother says they shouldn't, but everybody says they're going to anyway, and the big deal is going to be the tone. What kind of tone are they going to take? And that's going to have a lot of direction. And, and I would say right now, that's all make-believe. If you want to believe it, you can. This is this is what the paper markets do, you know, the full faith and credit here of what they say. Gold's already made up its mind. Uh, gold hitting a new six-month high. Gold right now is up over 6 bucks, 12.55. Silver up almost 20 cents, breaking 14.75 to the ounce. And, and I'll say this. The more dovish the Fed gets, and we'll see. I have no idea. This is one of those interesting ones because they've been trying to tell you how great everything was, and and you know you think about how quickly things have changed. Six weeks ago, gold wasn't even twelve hundred bucks. Right, gold was like eleven, eleven eighty, eleven seventy. I was begging you to buy it, and and now uh, it looks like you know. And I was just, I, I guess I was early. If you want to go back to March. When things kind of change, right? Wall Street went on this, uh, I'll call it the the fake rally, as we know now. And 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 I was telling you, listen, I, I was thinking we, we're going to have $1,400 gold at the end of the year. Obviously, we didn't. Uh, but now gold's catching up, right? It's catching up because all the things I told you then are, are, are what's happening now. I told you about the tax cuts. You weren't going to get those wages, and you didn't. I told you about GDP. I said, we're going to get a quarter or maybe two. We only got one above four, one above three, and that's it. And I told you that the central bank was going to be changing soon. Remember I told you about China? China wasn't going to cave on the on the trade war. Still has. I don't know if you saw the president of China gave a big speech yesterday. And in his speech, he said, yeah. People aren't going to tell us what to do. But, you know, we'll continue to do it how we see fit. Picture Radio News Hour. Got a great show lined up for you. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Uh, make sure you get out to the website today. Uh, Ramon's on fire. He really is. This is the, the two days in a row. I just think everything out there just... Uh, tremendous, uh, an hour-long interview uh, with Stanley Drunkenmiller, and, and you know he's my favorite. And he was from uh, Duquesne Capital. He made his billion, essentially, really simply put, doing the opposite of what the Federal Reserve would do. In other words, he made all of his money during the bad times. And said it's so easy to predict. You know, he, he had a great thing because it's an hour, so it's too long to play. But one of the things to keep in mind, he said Wall Street, and he's got his favorite things that he looks at. And, and he was talking about all these different categories and how bad the internals of Wall Street really are. 
and, and said this is you know the sign. He goes, but even Wall Street, only, and I forget if it was four out of five, four out of nine, or five out of nine. I can't remember what 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 he said. It was one of those two. Either they only got it right four of nine times or five of nine times. And he said, hey, you know, that's not that bad when you consider the Fed has never gotten it right. And I, you know, and obviously here's a guy, he gets it right. He didn't do four out of nine. He was right pretty much throughout his career and why it is uh, everybody listens to him. So if you want to take the time today, here's the thing. He's so simple. There's nothing fancy about what he says. Right now, here's what he says. Everything's flashing. He used the word amber. Kind of like, kind of like an amber alert, you know, right, right when they, they, they issue those alerts for the, the, the child missing. Here we have the uh, silver alert, right? That's an old person missing, right? <laughs> Betty went out for a walk. We don't know what happened to her. Everybody start looking. Uh, but he says everything, the, the people that he goes to and the things that he looks at, he says everything's amber. Not red yet. Here's what I'm going to do. Every rate hike. And I, and I, and I think they're going to do it. I mean, I... Why do I think they're going to do it? Because this is what they do. The Fed, they, they it's incredible the ability that they have to not look at the data they should be looking at. And when you think, hey, we've been wrong every time, maybe we should look at something else. No. I mean, even, you know, we, we always say, right, you know, banging your head against the wall and expecting a different result, right, doesn't make sense. Doing the same thing over and over and over again, right, is going to lead you to what? The exact same result. And the Federal Reserve, that's all they they do. They refuse. And this is why I said they're so smart, right? And they're all the really, I mean, the really smart people I know, which is not very many because I'm not that smart. So smart people don't like to hang out with me. They all lack common sense. And this is exactly how I feel about our central bankers. They're so out of touch. They're so in love with these formulas that they've created. That they they have the inability to see what's right in front of their face. I mean, look at look at what FedEx said today. Do you see FedEx by the way uh was was down pretty substantially today? Uh, as they're talking about global recession now. This is how bad uh, things are starting to get. And I and I don't know, right? None of us know. We can only look at what we see and, and try to educate ourselves of what to do next. And and when you listen, if you listen to Stan, uh, his interview today, go out to allamericangold.com, it's out there. And he starts talking about simple stuff, debt. He talked about just what I've warned you about. Remember, they keep telling you, oh, it's not like last time. Right? It's not like last time. The banks aren't loaded with all the bad stuff yet. He brought up a great point. Well, by the way, a lot of these hedge funds are starting to blow up. And and big article, too, today on crude oil in the Permian Basin. I'll get to that. Remember, I told you, watch that. Below 50 is not good news. I'll update to you on that in a minute. But he said, 
it, all of this debt that's in the system, it, it, as the defaults start happening, it doesn't really matter. Matter of fact, he goes, you'd probably be better off if the banks did own it versus somebody else. <laughs> because, you know, they like to bail out the banks, but... Uh, Nonetheless, if you've got the time, I highly encourage. It's not, you know, he's he's not super passionate, right? He's not he's not going to give it to you like I do, but it's all there, uh, and it's all out at allamericangold.com. Here's here's this is what I'm talking about because remember now, since 1971, they've had a big change in how they what they consider to be growth, right? They care about growth and debt. Matter of fact, here's something. Remember the last time the money supply? For you old-time listeners, remember that? I know, because I actually was at the very tail end when Alan Greenspan and they got rid of reporting the money supply. That used to be one of, you know, we, we do certain reports all the time, right? Existing home sales, new home sales, jobs, jobless claims, right? We do all those reports. CPI, PPI, right? When I bring you all the, the economic reports, the money supply used to be a big one. See, but the central banks didn't want you to know uh, what was happening. Stan, Stan Drunkenmiller, he talked about the money supply again to, uh, in that interview, talking about how it's incredible. We've never seen anything like it. Never in history has the central bank done what it's doing. And remember, they called the tools in the toolkit, and he just basically said it's a bunch of nonsense. It's economic nonsense is what it is. But they've loaded everybody up with that. Remember, credit cards didn't exist. Student loans really didn't exist. The when you think about what you had in debt, most people you know you had a mortgage and maybe a car payment. It even did a new car, brand spanking new. You were lucky if you got a three-year loan on that. Of course. It was only a couple thousand dollars back then. But now you go out and, and you do any car shopping now, right? A new car, it starts at 72. <laughs> They'll go up to 84. I mean, pretty soon, hey, you know what? Well, you know, how about you pay us over 10 years? Can you imagine? I'm a, well, you know, you think about these cars. They're priced like houses, right? When the cars become a house. Uh, and, and now houses have become essentially only for people that you, you can't even be middle class. you got to be upper middle class to really afford housing anymore. But they started loading debt, and they called it growth. And, and they keep adding, and they kept adding. Now you're, they want you in debt from the second you graduate high school. Right, the college cost a fortune. They took all these jobs out there that never used to require a college degree. Now they all do. Right? Why? It's not necessary. Right? To run a a Walgreens, do you need a college degree to run a Walgreens? Absolutely not. But they ain't gonna hire you to be a manager at a Walgreens without one. Right? I mean, I and I know, right? I was in the drugstore supermarket business. You didn't need a college degree for any of that stuff. You do now, right? They kind of made it into this whole little cottage industry. But look at this. This is from banking rates. 
More and more Americans are carrying debt into the golden years. Right? God, right? Does anyone even have a mortgage-burning party? Does those, does those even exist anymore? I don't know anybody, at least my age, that's done it. And we know most of my friends, I, I'm like the young guy in our group. Right? Most of my buddies are, are in, you know, 53 to 55 to 58 years old, right? They, none of them have done it. 70% of U.S. seniors ages 65 to 74 are now carrying debt. Wow. It's there forever. It's never going to leave. Right? I saw, oh, by the way, did you? I don't know if you saw, every resident of Chicago, just to get their pension back to zero, back to even, owe oh, $140,000. That's, <laughs> that's not for the state. That's not for the federal government. That's just Chicago. Don't worry, though. It's going to be fine. Right? Can't wait to hear Jay Powell come out and tell us about this quarter of a point. By the way, that number is up 52% since 1998. Is it working? Are you listening? Are you paying attention? This is the growth. This is how they did it. Right and, and and bring in think about what they did with interest rates right and and forced everyone to take all these so now you're going to see all these busts happening everywhere I, I promise you it's happening it's already happening I told you about all the debt downgrades and and all that that's just the beginning I, I'll tell you this if oil stays here by the way oil is right now like forty seven dollars yesterday it was it closed at forty six uh, if it stays here that, that we're going to break the record. For for uh, debt downgrade, which is hard to believe because you think about the financial crisis. But this, I all I, I can I, I can tell you what they say. This is a, a study from the Employee Benefit Research Institute. Families headed by people fifty-five to sixty-four. Now essentially, what almost eighty percent of them, seventy-seven percent of them, have debt. Families headed by seniors 75 and older. One out of every two of them has debt. And, and, and you start thinking about but what's important is the amount of increase. It's incredible over the just the last 20 years. Right? And but there's no right, there's no inflation. Then why is there all this debt if there's no inflation? If they didn't need to be in debt in nineteen ninety eight why do they need to be in debt today? By the way, the average amount of debt with people ages fifty-five to sixty-four. This is this is the your peak. You're you're done with your peak earnings, right? Peak earnings forty-five to fifty-four is your peak earnings, and then it starts sliding down, and right in fifty-five into retirement is over now over one hundred thousand dollars and here's the bad part and rising every every day ten thousand people hit retirement and every day that number keeps rising because everyone that gets into that retirement has all of this debt what do you think is going to happen to all that debt 
it would be unwise to rely on Social Security benefits, which start at age 62, for any significant financial relief. The average monthly payment is only 1400 bucks. But yeah, you think about the interest on 108 grand. Yeah, math doesn't add up. Math doesn't add up. So when you're sitting there and you're thinking about how all of this is going to end, if you go out and you listen to Stan, Stan Drunkenmiller, this is what he's talking about. Forget about all the other nonsense about trade wars or, or P.E. ratios or tax cuts or any of that. It doesn't, forget it, okay? Set it aside. We are a debt-laden nation. The thing that our founding fathers warned about, when you think about the decline of all the great empires, if you will, and really when you think about when they write the history books, I'll talk about America as an empire. Right? We're militarily involved everywhere. Right? We, we, we just do it differently now right? than we did back then. That is what does them all in. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by honoring family values, opposing radical feminism, and representing a conservative perspective in our nation's capital. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Once upon a time, hardly anybody dissented from the idea that the United States of America is different from all other nations. First, unlike all other countries, we accept it as a self-evident truth that all men are created equal. This means that we have a society in which, for the first time in history, your fate is determined not by your social class or who your father was, but by your own work and achievement. Hereditary status and class distinctions were erased, and we can all be judged on our merits and achievements. Individual rights in America were declared to have come from God and to be unalienable. That is, they cannot be revoked by government. In the beginning, we did not achieve all those goals, but they still were our goals, and I think we finally did achieve them. Karl Marx expected the worldwide proletariat to be the vanguard of a coming socialist revolution. But when a U.S. communist leader told Joseph Stalin that Americans simply did not think of themselves as the proletariat and had no intention of playing that role, Stalin is reported to have shouted, Away with the heresy of American exceptionalism! Some think that Stalin may have started the use of the term exceptional to describe the United States. One of the most significant things about America's exceptionalism is that our Constitution made the right of inventors to own their own inventions a constitutional right. This right of inventors is uniquely American. It was an original creation by our founding fathers, and it's still unique in the world. That's why 95% of the world's great inventions are American. Our superiority in inventions and innovations is a principal factor in our exceptional high standard of living. Yes, indeed, America is exceptional. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. When America turns our back on our Christian heritage, we shouldn't be surprised when biblical precepts like honesty, kindness, respect, justice, and freedom are abandoned. At phyllisschlafly.com, we still believe in rights endowed by our Creator. If you agree, find out more at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two U.S. Silver Eagles three hundred and sixty five dollars a roll. We've got pretty much anyone. I think there, we may have some back dates. We may have some eighteens. I know I got. I know we got a few eighteens. You can order twenty nineteens. By the way, if you want to book your twenty nineteen, you can do it right now. Delivery, uh, they'll hit our bullion bank the second week of January. So figure about the, no later about the third week of January, they should be at your door. Or you can, you know, call and pick them up here or pick them up in our office in Colorado. They're $365 a roll. And if you buy, you want to buy a case of them, well, that, that's not right. I wish that was right. Hold on a minute. I, I'm trying to use the calculator. And talk at the same time. Apparently now, I only can do one thing at once. Uh, oh, Arlene actually had it right here in front of me. Thanks, Arlene. Uh, $9,125 uh, for a case of Silver Eagles delivered. Uh, I'm looking at silver now. And these, these are, this, isn't, this isn't me. Again, don't take my word for it. People are now saying silver will be headed to $20 an ounce next year I, I did again you know I think silver's already horribly underpriced and, and should probably not probably should already kind of be there you know uh, but that's a 33% increase uh, if they're right if they're right you, you're, you're probably looking at somewhere between 475 to, to $500 a roll if they're right. And my guess would be if they're right, they're, we're going to have shortages because that's what happened because the mint has backed off so so much this year. Uh, but today, 365, and again, we've got all that. we got 18. If you want older, I, I, we can find some older somewhere. Uh, 19, you name it, we can get it for you. 800-951-0592. I know that we have Silver Eagles in stock in both phoenix and colorado so if you want to give them out as christmas presents or whatever maybe uh make sure you do that today uh just an fyi on the schedule that brings up another point the christmas schedule uh we will not be open we're going to close early on friday we won't be open monday we won't be open tuesday uh we'll be open about and we'll probably work half days except for jason Jason, he's going to work. I'm chaining him to the studio desk there in Colorado. But we'll probably work half days the rest of next week as well. So uh, if you're going to get your orders in, get them done now. Uh, I told you we're going to talk about crude oil. Because it's one outside of government spending, which is by far and away the biggest driver of this great GDP miracle that we are now losing. Crude oil has been the biggest 
other contributor. I've been telling you for weeks to pay attention to $50 a barrel. Yesterday, crude collapsed. And we actually got all the way down into the 45s, uh, closed at $46 a barrel. Well, that's bad. Most of the oil production, the growth in oil production, has come from that uh, the Permian Basin right out there in Texas and the, the shale oil boom. Crude oil there isn't 46 or 47 or $45 a barrel. They can't get that much for it because they got, right, here's the problem. There's so much production there. They can't get it all out, right? There's not enough pipelines. There's not enough. We don't have the infrastructure to match the production. So what's happening is these these guys, they, they need the money, right? Because let's face it, they don't drill wells out there with their own money. They don't do that. They borrow it. And... And what they do is they go to the bank and they say, hey, listen, oil's $70 a barrel, and we'll make a bunch of money. Right now, crude oil coming out of the Permian Basin sells at a $7 a barrel discount. Just think how cheap gas should really be. Right? I mean, that almost makes no sense. But, you know, this is, this is a world that doesn't make any sense anymore. They also, by the way, this is another thing people don't know. And, and shame on me because I've known it for a... And I've only known it for a few weeks, to be fair. I just haven't gotten to it. That a lot of the wells, when they're getting crude oil, are getting natural gas with it. It got so bad that they had no way of doing anything with this natural gas that you either had to burn it off because at first they were, you know, they were capturing it. They're like, hey, we're going to make oh, so much money. And then they realized, oh, wait a minute, there's no way to get it anywhere. Uh, that you either had to pay someone to take it off your hands or just simply burn it off like it's gone. Yeah, uh, well, can't make it there. Again, how cheap could energy really be? Brings me back, you know, Lindsey Williams. Remember Lindsey Williams' little blast from the past? Energy non-crisis? I guess he was right. Not just about Alaska, either. Uh, but here's the problem. In the Texas region, right, as I told you, they are no longer, right, they're, they're, they don't get the cash price on Wall Street. They don't get 46 or $47 a barrel. They, they trade right now at about $7.25 to $7.60 a barrel below that. And the, they said in the Permian, when you get below $40 a barrel, I know I only went to public school, right? But 725 to 760 less 46 47 45 puts it under 40 You are talking about recession in a sector that nobody thought would be possible in 2019. Right? I mean, think about six weeks ago, crude oil was somewhere we talking about eighty dollars a barrel. That's how quick it changed. Right? That's how far off the central banks really were. That's how far off 
those idiots on the stock channel were really that far off. As I was telling you the whole time, slow down, slow down, slow down, coming. The prospects for the region, which has led to the massive boom in oil production in the United States. By the way, we are now the number one oil producer in the world. All that new supply creating bottlenecks that, you know, they can't get it out, which is why it trades at the discount. These are really weak numbers. They're not very good for people who had debt in the Permian Basin, which is all of them. Again, money was free. Why use your own? We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0529 to the house, the card. What it all is. Right? The greatest Ponzi scheme the world has ever known. Right? We, we keep falling for it, right? We fall in history, right? We always fall for the fiat money trap, don't we? Right? The Chinese, they fell for it first, right? And it, it, it has happened throughout history over and over and over again because, right, the allure is it's so powerful. Why pay for something today when you can just borrow the money now and just pay a little bit over time? And, of course, what they don't realize is that little bit. Now, now a new car is the cost of a house. Heck, some of these cars <laughs> were more than my first house that me and my wife bought. That was one hundred thirty grand. If we bought the exact same car, my wife has had her car, God bless her heart, for 10 years. Got over 200 thousand miles on it if we bought that exact same car now you can't buy the exact one but the the all the same upgrade right the high you know she has a, a an escalate right catalog escalate it's paid for i don't go think about that paid for it would cost as much as our first house and Listen, that was only 18 years ago. And actually, our first one was 17 and a half, coming on 18 years. Something is horribly broken, but there's no inflation. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Listen, if you're in a 401k, I'm sorry. I am sorry. And get in our metals plan. Get out of that stuff. Get into our metals plan. It's going to be going to treat you so much better. How about this? You know, and why do I say it's the Oscars? Because we keep falling for the same line of bull. American companies have largely stopped bringing the quote-unquote trapped foreign profits home. Now remember, right? The big trend, right? When there's those trillions of dollars trapped overseas. They're like they like Chilean miners that were stuck under the ground. We we gotta we gotta get them to bring it back. Because if they bring it back, what were they gonna do? Remember, they're gonna give everyone all those bonuses. You're all we're all gonna make an extra four grand, and, and they're gonna hire everybody and build factories and do all this stuff. Remember what I told you they were going to do. 
They're going to buy back their stock. And oh, by the way, they're not bringing that much home. Because they actually do more business than a lot of those other countries. Right? That's where their factories are. That's where they're, you know, doing a lot of selling, right? These are multinational corporations. It was another one of the lies to try to make us feel better. Of course, look at those companies. How do you think those stock buybacks worked out? <laughs> they just blew it all, right? Wall Street's getting hammered. Well, the third quarter account deficit numbers came out. This is how much wealth leaves America every quarter. This quarter, we lost another $125 billion. You know, no big deal. You know, you just do that four times a year. You know, it's only half a trillion dollars a year. And some years, it's a little more, some years, a little less, but half a trillion. And, and, you, and this number keeps rising. But I remember when I started, we were losing like $50 billion a quarter. And then it was $75 billion, $100 billion. Now we're at $125 billion a quarter and, and rising. Right? That money's never coming back. That wealth doesn't come back. Inside of that number. So you got to know where to look. you got to know where to find the bodies, right? I know where the Chilean miners are. Right? I, I know how to get down to them. Well, in the numbers uh, released earlier today, show that corporations actually stockpiled more profits overseas in the third quarter. In other words, they didn't bring any money home. By the way, if you wanted to know what they did the first two quarters of this year, $218 billion came home. That was it. That was that was the big economic boom, right? <laughs> and now what did they do? They just bought their stock. It's a small fraction of the estimated $2.6 trillion in profit that have been sheltered overseas. And sheltered's the right word. They don't want it here. America's not where the growth is. And, and so when you start, and, and this is why I said it's all this big house of cards. Right? They come out and they promised us this and they promised us that. And, and business is the way, the, listen, it's simple, the way the laws are set up. You know, we talk about renegotiating these trade deals, right? We're all on board for that. Did I love the deal we got with Mexico and Canada? No. I did it. Was it better than what we had? Yes. Was it what I wanted? Uh-uh. I mean, just look at what General Motors did, right? Same thing. They can still, still get where they need to be. Are we going to love what we get with the Chinese? To be determined. The Europeans, right? The Europeans aren't doing anything. But when you sit there and you start looking at what, what's happening out there, this is the same thing. These laws favor these companies not doing right by the American worker, period. Period. And when you sit there and you think about that's all they did, right? They they made all these problems, right? And they all all these CEOs, they lined them up. 
It's like a conga live on CNBC and Fox News every morning. It's this CEO and that CEO and that guy and this guy. Oh, yeah, you just passed this law. We're going to bring all this money back. We're going we're to pay people. We're going to create jobs. We're going to build stuff. We're going to do all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the year, you find out, eh, well, nah. we just bought back our stock and gave ourselves a bonus. But same thing. Take the radio news hour. We'll all wait for the central bank today. Uh, obviously, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Right now, uh, gold is up six, twelve fifty-five. Silver, fourteen seventy-five. If they get real dovish, uh, I would expect it to go quite a bit higher than that. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Right? These guys. They, I don't know what planet they live on. By the way, uh, FedEx today. Uh, Horrible earnings report. Uh, FedEx shares down 10%. Uh, I, I don't know where it sits this second, but it was down 10%. Uh, warning of an economic slowdown. Uh, their CEO, the guy was fantastic. He said that it was uh, because of bad political choices. <laughs> and and I, he's not talking about Trump, but... but Bad political choices. The people are electing the wrong people uh, everywhere else, and that's the reason why. You know, it's bad political choices. That's what did us in. So, uh, oh, and by the way, uh, Ken Langone, he's one of these guys that they parade out on the idiot box all the time. Guy's billionaire, uh, was the money behind Home Depot, right? Smart guy. He was out talking on the idiot box today, called the stock market a casino. Right, understand what that what he said. What happened at casino? Right, everybody knows the house always wins. Yeah, somebody every once in a while hits it big, but you know you go to Vegas, right? You you, I don't know how many. I I don't go to Vegas a lot. Hardly, you know, really. I don't even remember the last time I've been there. But when I have gone, I've never won there. I mean. You, you come out, oh, hey, I only lost a couple hundred bucks. You feel like you've won. Right? Oh, hey, I broke even, right? And that's exactly it. It's a house of cards, a casino, whatever you want to call it. And this is where you're supposed to have your wealth? Really? These are the billionaires of the world. that They do tell the truth from time to time. It's in there. Right? You just got to listen to this show to get out of it. U.S. Silver Eagles say, listen. I've been telling you for all year, buy silver, buy silver, buy silver, buy silver, buy silver, and I hate silver. You know I do. But, you know, I'm not in the predicting business, but people a lot smarter than I are saying 33% is what they think silver is going to do next year. U.S. Silver Eagle rolls 365, and remember, you can order 2019s as well, no premium. And that's never happened. The 29th, you know, every time in December when you got into that new year, you always had to pay an extra 25 to 50 cents. No premium. Uh, 365 a roll at 800-951-0592. I tell you all the time, be your own central bank. No central bank selling gold. They're buying it. They're bringing it home. They're repatriating it. And you better do the same. There's a reason. Hey, there's a reason why all the real smart people that I follow 
are telling you something's wrong. And, and remember, every time something's wrong, when we break it, it always is a little worse. Why? Because we've added so much debt. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Uh, we are going to close early Friday. We will be closed Monday and Tuesday for Christmas. We will be working probably limited hours, short hours, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of next week. We'll probably be closed Monday and Tuesday for New Year's. You know, we're kind of in that mode. Patriot Radio News Hour, thank you for all the support you've given us over the years. And we always put it back where we found it. Take care. God bless. 